0: You're listening to The Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is by Pastor Kelly Smith. Grace, mercy, and especially God's peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear friends in Christ, our basis for the meditation today is taken from the Old Testament reading, and I wanted to read for your hearing again just a little portion of it. It says, excuse me, Elijah says to the widow, Bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to bring it, he called to her and said, Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. And now I am gathering a couple of sticks, that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. Here is the text. You may be seated. As we look at this text, we need to recall the context of it, what comes before. And I'm honestly, I don't like the way Elijah talks to this widow when he comes into the city. But we do get finally, if you know, the recipe for communion wafers, a little oil, a little flour. That's why they taste But the prehistory of Elijah is Elijah has gone before the king of Israel and said, you're godless. It's not going to rain. And Elijah runs away and hides. Well, God tells him to. He takes him into the wilderness and, and Elijah stays by a stream and ravens come and feed him every day. I'm sure they didn't have the little gloves on that we're supposed to wear when we handle food. But we're told he's waiting there, he's waiting there. And finally, the stream dries up. And I'm sure Elijah probably sat there and said, God, what happened to the water? And God says, oh, go to Zarephath. There's a widow there, and I've told her you're coming. And so he makes this journey. Now, Elijah has no food for this journey. And so I assume that's why he was so snippy when he gets to Zarephath. But he gets to Zarephath and he comes in and he says, woman, you know, could you bring me a drink? And she goes to bring him a drink. And he says, could you bring me some food? You know, I need something to eat. And she goes, I don't have anything. You see, there's a famine in the land. There's been no rain. There's drought everywhere. I only have enough, a little left and I've given up. I'm going to go home. I'm going to mix this together. I'm going to break it on this little fire of sticks I'm making. I'm going to feed it to my son. And then we're going to die because we have no hope. And Elijah responds to her and says, Well, go make some, but bring some to me first. You see, I, don't, I think that Elijah recognized that God is able to do all things. He'd just been fed by ravens for X number of months. We don't know how long. But long enough for the drought to take effect. Long enough for the streams to dry up. Long enough for him to travel here. And he comes upon this widow who has lost all hope. She's ready to give up. And so he says, but I'm going to build your faith a little bit. Go and do this, and trust me, you're not going to run out of flour. You're not going to run out of oil. When we look at the story in this way, we always have to ask ourselves, how is it with you? How is your hope? How is your assurance? How is your trust? Because life is tough. We live in a world where Christians are not well thought of. We're the only group that it's fair to attack. You can attack Christians without any fear of, of reprisal. Talk about any other religious group and oh my goodness, you're racist, xenophobe, whatever you want to call it. But boy, if you talk about Christians, well, you can get away with anything. Perhaps you're in the midst of a trial right now. I I work for hospice, as I said earlier. I deal with people who are in the midst of trials and tribulations. And when I go and visit a patient, I'll say, what's your prayer? They'll say, well, to get better. I said, well, apparently that one's off the table, so what then is your prayer? Can you adjust your, your vision a little bit? And usually it's for a good death. And I say, we can do that. But you see, God made us to deal with stress. He made the whole world to be kind of dealing with stress and to grow through it. They did an experiment where they planted trees in a hydroponic section. And it was, it was pristine. It was weed-free, insect-free. There were no problems at all. And they had them in this building and the apples would fall from the tree before they ever reach maturity. The stems were too weak. And so what they did is they put fans on so there'd be a gentle breeze and that breeze would shake those apples and the stems would grow stronger. And what we learn is through our trials, through our tribulations, we grow stronger. We grow stronger in our faith if we draw nearer to God in those times of trouble or we give up and go sit down and wait to die as the widow of Zarephath was doing. As I said, Elijah seemed to lack compassion when he got there, but I think, first of all, he was hungry. Second of all, he wanted to say, no, you don't understand how great your God is. You don't understand the power of God. Let me show you. You know, Elijah could have been upset because God told him, go to Zarephath and find this widow, because she's waiting there. Well, he forgot to tell the widow. And so Elijah goes there and gets a chance to share his faith. To put out of his mouth that which he has seen the ravens bring him food. And he gets to tell this widow, guess what? I have seen how God works. I know this will work because I'm a witness. I can give testimony about it. The trials and tribulations you have in your life give you stories that you can tell about God's faithfulness. There's a funny song out, I don't know all the lyrics so I can't recommend it, but it's called A Hundred Bad Days. They said, I had a hundred bad days, give a hundred bad stories, and a hundred bad stories make me interesting at parties. Your bad stories, your training grounds, if you will, allow you to share the hope that lies within you. 1 Peter 3.15 is one of my favorite verses in Scripture. Always be ready to give reason for the hope that lies within you, but do it with gentleness and respect. Now as that starts, it says the people have to see the hope that you have for them to ask, how do you get through such times? Or you can share, "I, I can't tell you exactly how God will work in your circumstance, but I have seen him work in mine. And God is faithful. He will not abandon you. There's a misquote of Scripture when it says, God will, won't give you more than you can handle. Well, that's not quite the way it goes. It says, God will provide a way out. If you're really under load, God will provide a way. Or as Winston Churchill once said, when you find yourself going through hell, keep going. Elijah comes and provides hope for this widow in a time when Satan would have her to lose hope, would cause her to sit down and die. The same God who witnessed to this widow is the same God who comes to you today. He comes to you in the body and blood of our sacrament. He comes to you and strengthens you and urges you to rise and go further, to know that God is with you, to know that he provides for you, to know that he has a plan for you. The oil and the flour are replenished. They're new every day. He didn't give the widow enough oil, suddenly a thousand pounds of flour show up on her door, a cask of oil. Every morning there was new flour, there was new oil, enough for the day. Every day God provides us with the strength sufficient for the day. And he doesn't give them to us in day blocks. Remember, he gives them to us in hour blocks. If you're having a rough day, go, can I make it another hour? And if an hour is too long, can I make it another minute? And if a minute is too long, can I make it another second? Because God is going to give you grace, sufficient for every second, every minute, every hour of every day. The widow couldn't go and make tons of bread all at once and have it stored away. She had to trust and daily... Work with what God gave her. Each one of us is a sinner in need of repentance. Each one of us has failed and fallen short of God's glory. And yet each one of us is redeemed and precious in his sight by the blood of Christ. God loves you. He will not forsake you. He will not abandon you. No matter what trial or tribulation you may face, he is there and he will walk you through it. But we can't sit down and give up and decide to die. A question that we need to ask ourselves as we prepare to reach out to others to share the mercy, the love, and the wisdom of God in your life is how has God kept hope in you to this point? How has he provided for you? And if you look in your life and recognize how the turmoil, the situations, the trials that God has got you through to this point, that you are here today, the next question becomes is why is tomorrow going to be any different? Because if God has preserved you to this day, he is faithful to his promises. He is, good. He is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same God who will provide for you each day as we go along. So as we depart this day, we trust in God. We trust in Him because He keeps His promises. We trust in Him because we have seen His promises fulfilled for us, as Elijah did. I don't think he may have felt comfortable telling the widow the oil would not run out if he hadn't seen the ravens come day by day. Next week, the readings will go a little different when the widow has a problem. But it is a reminder to trust in God. It is a reminder to place your hope in him and to know that God will never fail you, for he loves you beyond all means. May God be with you this day and each day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was filled with joy and peace in hearing the Lord's word. If you have questions or would like more information about Hope Lutheran Church, please visit our website, at www.hopeaurora.org Send an email to office at hopeaurora.org or call us at 303-364-7416 This has been The Word of Hope.